Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, my name's Shane, and I'm that thing stuck between your teeth that no one told you about all night that you just found at the end of the night, and you're so fucking mad because you have the worst friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that happens to me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Thank you. Well, I'm the crystal forgotten inside of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, Noelle Cummings. Oh, she forgets things in there, too. So we have so much in common. (laughs) But she doesn't have dogs. And she's like, well, uh, the dogs probably just ate the crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Welcome to Freaky Geeks Podcast, everyone. We are Shane Smith and Noelle Cummings, and we're so happy for you to be here. (laughs) Um, Today is uh, a first of a new type of episode we'll be doing. Uh, Let's break it down for you real quick. Uh... We have been doing uh, themed episodes here on Freaky Geeks Podcast for the mm-hmm. last 40 some odd episodes. Yeah, something like that. And as the podcast grows and gets bigger and we start to get more ambitious, we've wanted to do more and more intense themes. And because of that, uh, some of the themes we've chosen have just been placeholder themes. Things like gay pride or uh, weak, not gay pride in general. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of us isn't gay, so it would be hard for us to do an episode about that. But... Um, <laughs> In any case, guess who it is? Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, we think that the quality has kind of dipped on some of these episodes. So uh, moving forward in the podcast, we're going to be doing a more standard episode called a bullshit episode, essentially, yes. where we're just going to sit down and have a conversation with each other. And hopefully you guys enjoy us being silly and funny and talking about politics or geeky stuff or sex and all the normal stuff we normally talk about. And this will afford us the ability moving forward to put a lot more effort into our themed episodes and not just try and phone it in and take time away from the good themed episodes doing lesser themed episodes. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, a standard episode is just us talking and bullshitting and having a good time. And the podcast is about us. Yes. And then uh, when we do have a themed episode, the episode will be very structured and about that theme. Uh, please let us know what you think of this format because we think it'll help the quality of our themed episodes go way up Mm -hmm. and we think it'll also help our quality of lives go up yes (laughs) it'll make our our episodes where they're less structured a lot more fun for you to listen to Mm -hmm. and even if you have topics you want us to talk about on a more normal episode that is not structured send them our way yeah we'd love to talk or answer your questions or anything else so please please let us know what you think of this new format we literally just sat down and talked to each other for like an hour and a half so I think it was fun. Yeah, we. This is kind of an experiment, and we just want to know what you think about the pod. This idea for the podcast moving forward. Yeah, like we're gearing up to do um, the Freaky Kinks episode, which, by the way, keep sending us um, your kinks or fetishes or questions or stories, whatever that you have. We're this week, um, so this comes out on Monday. On Tuesday, we're meeting with um, someone who's a professional in the fetish community to get the full-blown experience to mm-hmm. dive full into someone whose life is structured well, around... not dive into them. No, not, not <laughs> actually, but dive into the theme of living um, a BDSM lifestyle and having that be your 365 um, 
So we we want to make sure that that is just as great as our West Memphis three episodes. Exactly. And um, so when we plan other themes, then we have to take time away from researching the ones we like the most in order to do like, oh, this one week. Yeah. Like, uh, so we've decided to completely abandon themes that we're not 1 million percent dedicated to. Yeah. And the weeks that we don't have a themed episode will just be us talking. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Freaky Kinks, send us all yes. what your uh, private message us if you don't want to send it into the group. Let us know about your weirdest kinks or experiences with kinks mm-hmm. or anything like that. And also, magic is coming up. Yep, we're doing so. Obviously, both of these topics heavily researched. We have to do so much to make it quality because we don't want to give you a half-assed version of it. So both the Chaos Magic and the Freaky Kinks episode, we're going above and beyond to make sure it's what you deserve to hear so in the meantime you'll get shit like this yeah yeah totally so we really appreciate all of you and speaking of people we appreciate so much this episode like all episodes is brought <laughs> to you by black salt studio everybody hell yeah 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 930 Ooh. south main street go and get you some tattoos if you live in salt lake city even if you don't fly here will and casey are the best yeah you can stay with noelle she's got a couch sure so do you you have a spare bedroom that doesn't have dogs in it my spare bedroom has things that are more important than dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we both have areas where you could set up a tent, you know, or just come here for 24 hours, get tattooed by them. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Will underscore XX and Casey Roy tattoos. They also have a whole front of house staff there who are amazing. Um, we walked in there, saw the place packed on a Saturday, which was super cool and everyone everyone there putting out quality fucking beautiful work so yeah yeah if you want check if, it out if you want a great tattoo just go to black salt and that's the end of it yep um yeah so uh this is uh our first bullshit episode episode mm-hmm. do you have anything you want to add um i guess you're hearing this on monday technically my episode with i am salt lake podcast which was amazing thank you again for having me they want to bring us both on that would be lovely which would be um a beautiful nightmare for them um (laughs) (laughs) it'll it comes out sunday night but you know there you go you've got a whole monday's full of podcasts you got us and you can listen to them right after cool cool yeah so go check out i am salt lake uh noelle's on it and God only knows how she did. I wasn't there. <laughs> so there's yeah, that. Um, also, if you're in the New York area um, this week, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, uh, or 25th, I will be, or no, 23rd, 24th, 25th. I know when I'm in New York. You don't. It's uh, fine. I don't. Um, I <laughs> will be performing at Skank Fest. Come to Skank Fest. Come hang out. I think it's sold out, but who knows? I'll be in Queens. Come say hi to me. Jump the fence. Get in. Be a real skank. There you go. It, it's Skank SK, like Ska. Fuck that. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't like that. Just guys in fedoras doing a weird dance. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I'll be at Skankfest in New York City this weekend. Uh, the next coming weekend, we'll both be in L.A. If you're in L.A., give us a shout out. Oh, yeah. Still donate or, money. Well, we'll be in Huntington Beach. Um, and then we'll be going to Disneyland. And then uh, we'll be talking about Disneyland on an episode of Freaky Geeks coming up mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Dude, so many good episodes. Chaos Magic, Freaky Kinks, and Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be great. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate all of you. And again, um, this new episode is kind of a big experiment because it might be our normal moving forward. So please, please, please give us all the feedback you can. And if you're a new listener and this is your first episode, go listen to Sexy Pasta or the West 
<laughs> Memphis three. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening to us, everyone. We love you so much. Fucking hail yourselves. And of course, hail our dad this Father's Day, Satan. Yeah, thank you, Satan. This is bullshit. Weird ass pills and taking weird ass like sex steroids basically to make their dicks hard because I, we talked about it when we talked about porn. It's like it's all smoke and mirrors. Porn is not like two people having sex constantly until they both come. It's like they're shooting scene by scene just like a movie. So the guy will like fucking pound her like a jackhammer and then they'll take a break and redo a different scene or what the fuck ever. So this guy's got to keep his dick hard for like six fucking hours. And then they're like, okay, now we need you to come on her face. And he's like, well, problem, my dick's broken. (laughs) So... Yeah, you can't keep it hard for six hours. What are you, me in middle school? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't work. Right? I mean, and then if you try to get middle school kids in porn, that's problematic. And that's when the police come in. Mm. Speaking of middle schoolers in porn, have you heard that shit about that uh, YouTuber fucking asshole? I think his name is Austin Jones, which is problematic because we know an Austin Jones. Um, It's an Austin Jones youtube kid he's 24 but has the face of a 12 year old and he does youtube parodies of songs like popular songs and a few years ago he was in some hot water because he was asking young girls for videos of them twerking okay i remember that kind of and he but nothing ever really happened he just got like a shame on you yeah well you know fun thing where where there's smoke there's fire so someone got a hold of his fucking computer and some girls came forward and he was um, producing child pornography. Ooh. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to talk about that teacher in Texas who was fucking all those little boys. Well, also, sure. I mean, well, and prob- I say fucking, but she's raping. Them. Yeah. Raping little it's, boys. Every, there's, you know that like female teacher, like the statistics this year, more female teachers are raping boys than male teachers are raping girls i believe it but it's not it you know well no isn't even even the narrative that the people perpetuate perpetuate is like boys fucking your hot teacher is like a fun like life goal achievement but like girls getting fucked by their like i don't know professor is a little bit sadder for some reason you know it's weird because first it's like a twofold fucked up itness because firstly if you're an adult taking advantage of someone who's not an adult you're you're as fucked up either way yeah the woman and the man fuck both those people like when people are like oh chop his dick off you're like well can we like cut her head off too we sew her vagina up up, and then we cut his dick off there you go that's how we solve it we put his cut off dick inside her vagina and Mm -hmm. we sew it up Mm -hmm. i immediately regret saying that (laughs) so but is it's like up. a weird tofu. What it, is it, that called when they put a uh, chicken inside of a turkey? A turducken. A turducken. It's like a weird <laughs> it's turduck. a dick turducken. <laughs> and then it's even weirder though that we, in our minds, we're like when we even to make the joke because you've heard this joke a lot. We've all heard this joke where it's like, oh, good for him. Yeah, the yeah, kid, yeah, the kid. yeah, yeah. But it's like, why is it not good for the girl? Like girls are more sexually mature faster than mm-hmm, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, I mean, I what's think the it's narrative obvious. that women are fragile and men have to deal with it? Well, it's I think it's also simultaneously the narrative that women are more worth protecting than men. Sure. 
Well, because men have to be the protectors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone has to be weak. Someone has to be strong. The people who do mean well are way far in the other direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the problem with the whole our gender dynamic is people who mean well mean way too well. Like they are like uh, you know people shooting other men so that they can't get in the lifeboats on the Titanic so that more women can get in the lifeboats. Yeah, that's a little and then rough. That's too far that way. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are the shittiest are like, "Oh, you raped someone? You know, you go ahead and enjoy your day. Yeah. Get out of here." Yeah. And so there's no middle ground. Or like drowning children. Like yeah, they don't. They haven't lived long enough. They don't know. No, Let me yeah. On. There's no middle ground. Yeah, there I is wanna, no middle I ground. I want to push a bitch out of a lifeboat and jump in, but I also want to tell a guy who. Who's a rapist he needs to die Can for I sure do both those things i mean maybe <laughs> <laughs> i mean hopefully we're not still living in a titanic era yeah Ooh. who needs lifeboats these days if you're on a ship and it's sinking you deserve to die you've made a horrible mistake <laughs> yeah i don't fucking trust cruise ships man i i saw titanic i know how that goes down i had someone uh giving me information so i could do a stand-up comedy cruise okay first of all absolutely not do you know <laughs> do you realize how much of a nightmare that Wouldn't is you come i was just gonna say you'd have to come with i refuse me. You i will refuse? never even if someone was like here's a full expense paid trip on a fucking cruise that is a floating death machine. I'm so mad that you wouldn't. You'd have to. The cruise is sewed. I don't. I'm you not. would just be drunk the whole time. And I would die. Are you? <laughs> yeah, we do you die. know the type of people who go on cruises? Do no, you no, no, know no. that breed that, of people? That is real. People who go on cruises are weird. They're garbage. But if you go on a cruise that is a specific theme, I think it's okay. I think it's Disney cruise be fucking nightmare dope. town. Oh my god! <laughs> it's cool after the first day, and then all of a sudden you're like, "If Mickey sings that fucking song, I'm lighting this bitch on fire." Have you ever seen the GIF of one of the? It's the, it's the Disney Cruise, and it's like one of the dwarves he is falls. walking, and he falls <laughs> yes. down the, the, yes. the fucking banister. He like falls off of a hallway or something, and they just keep the show and going. He lands on like Goofy's head. It's I've laughed. No I've one never skips laughed. a beat. The so thing about hard. cruises is no one's happy. And that's the problem is you pay thousands of dollars to be miserable. You pay thousands of dollars to be in a room the size of a broom closet to um, get sick every day from either the food <laughs> or seasickness to be around people who are so overweight. They can't actually go on a real vacation or board a plane without buying two seats to get on the fucking airplane with. And and those are the type of people. And then you're dealing with buffet style eating, which is just asking for oh E. coli. I love buffet style no. eating. Nope. Why are you such a hater? Uh, because cruises are nightmare death traps. Uh, here's the thing. Money you, scams. I will admit that they're just sad people, but most people are sad. I think they just pay <laughs> the money and they get on the boat and they're like, everything's going to be different. And then the father and the dad look at each other and they're like, we still hate our lives. Yeah, Nothing I still want to divorce your mom. Um, yeah. The thing about cruises is that Kid Rock and Uncle Cracker had their own cruise for like 20 years. And knowing that 20 that... 20 years? Yeah, like straight up since the day they fucking got big, they had their own cruise. I think it finally stopped. Uncle Cracker's a thing? I thought yes. that was the name of a song. No, unfortunately. It's, Uncle Cr- Wait, it's Uncle big, Cracker's a guy? Yeah, Uncle Cracker's an artist from the 90s. Does he have a lot of black nephews? What's happening? No, he's a <laughs> he's a fat white man. I don't even know any songs he sings. No, he but... has black nephews because they call him Uncle Cracker. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> that joke went wide over your head. See, I don't see race. That's my thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Oh my God. But just knowing that there was a Kid Rock cruise for a majority of my life and existence makes me never want to get on any sort of cruise ever. And that's my story about cruises. Okay. Well, are you, here's my, I wonder, I don't know. There's no way you can spin it that I'm pro cruise. We'll have to go. That's not. You'll survive the nightmare. You'll be fine. I I think it'll be good. I think I'll be violently sick out of my ass and my mouth the whole time. How is that any different from your normal life? <laughs> because at least I get to go home to my own bed <laughs> at the end of it, not a fucking fold-out cot that's swaying oh in the middle of the fucking it would be ocean. So good. Where would we go? <sighs> Nowhere. Alaska. Let's switch it up and do cold. That's real nightmare. <laughs> Bears oh are my just God. swarming the ship. Just a fucking killer whale comes up and knocks into the you know that would fuck me up you see a killer whale eat a sea lion in real life then i'm done then i'm checked out i couldn't live through that is it Mm -mm. because you are scared of killer whales or because you love sea lions both solid mix of both i don't trust sea creatures haven't you seen the videos of a sea lion on a brick of ice and then four killer whales in a very synchronized way attack it how do they decide who gets to eat the sea lion there's a hierarchy that we are too dumb to understand. They're more sophisticated than us as far as killing sea lions go. Okay. You you haven't seen any of those videos? No, I've never seen. So they're like, so they're the sea lion's scared and they're like pushing the ice so that it falls into the water. Mm-hmm. That's so fucked up. Or like up. they corner it so that it's on a lone piece of ice floating in the middle of the ocean by itself, you know, because climate change. And Mm -hmm. they surround (laughs) that one piece of ice and the sea lion is slipping and sliding all over it. And they maneuver themselves in pairs so that they push the waves a certain way. So they sway it and basically cause it to flip off the side. It's, it's insane. It's like synchronized swimming, but death is the outcome. It's, it's, it's like synchronized swimming, but if afterwards Free Willy ate you. Yeah, it's not okay. And then it's there's always uh, people screaming out, you know, that we need to do something. And then the one redneck wearing a cowboy hat, even though it's like five below zero, being like, it's Mother Nature, let it be. And it's just <laughs> it the worst. It is Mother Nature, let it be. He's but got a point. If you paid $3,000 to be on a vacation, you they <laughs> someone needs to stop it from happening you in could, front of you. Here's how you stop it from happening. You're on the deck and you're watching, you're watching whales torture and kill a sea lion. You do a 180, you walk into the buffet, you are no longer watching. <laughs> Watching whales torture and kill a sea lion. Just drown your sorrows in mashed potatoes and gravy. I think that's what most people do. You know, a lot of people talk shit on the nature, let it be guy. And yeah, he's weird and he might have sex with his sister sometimes. For sure. But we also forget that like all the conservationism, all the national parks and all the best wilderness is in the middle of the country and it's kept up and made well by those weird dudes. Yeah, but get him off this cruise. <laughs> get him off this cruise. How did he get here? I mean, here? fair. Get him off. Where did he get that money? Uh, he probably killed a family. Yeah, because they live in most places where they don't have real money. Like Desolate. Montana. Yeah, where they just... Beaver tails and mm-hmm. moose teeth. Yep. <laughs> That's the currency. I believe it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Noel, when is the last time you went to a strip club? Unfortunately, uh, last time I got financial aid... <laughs> I, uh, you use school financial aid yeah am i allowed to say that i don't know if i could say it's already know. happened and i am too lazy to edit it out <laughs> so we are going I down if, this i don't path. know if that would get you in trouble in the future i mean i'm mostly because like sorry mom i 
the moment I got my financial aid money, I you went have to, to the celebrate. Strip club. Yeah, I spent all of it. The only time I ever got financial aid, I bought StarCraft 2. Hell yeah, fuck it. I also bought a computer for school and like I did go to the semester of school I said I would go to. Yeah, I mean, I didn't go to school comfortably that semester. <laughs> you, because did I, not, you did nothing comfortably. I did, Yeah, seriously, I was just like, well, I guess I'm not eating so I could buy this $300 textbook I'm going to use for five months because I just spent all my financial aid money on strippers. It was so yeah. much fun. Um, It was the first time Tyler had gone to a strip club with me. I used to frequent strip clubs often because it was where we would go for roller derby meetings. Nice. Um, And uh, this was the first time Tyler came with me. And I think he was uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I don't think he knew how to act. He was just like, what? How am I supposed to feel right now? You went to a terrible strip club, too. We, You picked us up. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys were so drunk. Tyler was doing an impression of an Asian person. I will not talk about or Don't, recreate because it was as problematic as It was very as prob- problematic. It was in worst case scenario because there was an Asian kid next to us in his car. And yeah, it, it was like worst case scenario yeah. happened. I am like pro, like for the most part, I'm pro shit talking and bullying mm-hmm. in a certain in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Not like bullying in school, but like yeah. shit talk people, make fun of people's mm-hmm. cultures, fuck other people's religions. Sure. Yeah. I'm even going so far as to say wearing Indian headdresses is okay. Fuck their stupid religion. It's just as dumb as Christianity. They don't deserve any respect from us. For sure. It is a bummer what happened to them, but fuck their religion. Yeah. But <laughs> even that impression was too that, much for me was, to handle. It was very prob <laughs> I mean, it was it was like a early 1900s version of racism. So you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the equivalent but of going they- to your grandparents' house and they have that like offensive version of a black person. Person, you oh, know like the cartoons no. you know when you go to like an antique store and you yes. see like the advertisement yep. and you're like oh you're my like, god this is not we fucked up you guys this is fucking you just want to like go hu- like apologize to the first person you see who's like not yeah. who's not white yeah you're just like i'm so sorry and, <laughs> and then you want to burn down that antique store because you're Oof. like your history is wrong and it's it's so fucking problematic that was the level of racism his impression of an asian person was he was very drunk it was you know what the thing he was, was putting food in my purse he didn't mean i don't even think he was trying to be racist no i don't even know if he was doing an impression it's i just think he was so drunk laughed. you laughed it's my for own a fault. second and He's it charged him it charged him up but back to the thing okay, back to we're incriminating sh- tyler and you right. a lot it's, i didn't do anything I'm you a did victim. spend your finance you did spend government money on titties well who hasn't but you were <laughs> at the a strip club where you're not allowed to touch the girls and the girls aren't allowed to touch you yeah what a waste of money i know it sucked because it was um our old roommate had just recently turned 21 and he was like what are we gonna do and we had all these plans to go bar hopping and i was like fuck it let's just i first of all i got the notification that financial aid dropped so i was like Boom. fuck it let's go to the strip club and I wanted to go to a strip club where you could also be served alcohol because he just turned 21. And the shitty thing about living in fascist Utah where sex is banned and music isn't allowed is... Um, <laughs> and a strip club combines both those Yeah, things. so it, you can't. And the thing about Utah is that if you want to see full um, naked strip club, there is no alcohol. Yeah. So, and if That you, is also the rule in a lot of places. I think in California it's a rule too. Mm-mm. Are you sure? It's a free-for-all. 
It's the Wild West. Uh, I went to a few, or I didn't go to a few strip clubs, but I almost went to a few strip clubs when I was in LA a couple weeks ago, and people were complaining about this similar rule. Maybe some strip clubs Wild West it, but I think a lot of them because there was a strip club. I think it was called Centerfolds. It's on the way to Sacramento in Folsom, and it's the size of like a a mall. It's the size of a gigantic mall. And it's just one giant strip club and they're always advertising nudity and booze and nudity and booze. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, here in Utah, it sucks because if you want to drink, then you get girls in government issued underwear and pasties. That's not a lie. But they (laughs) firstly, the the underwear is not government government issued. It's Utah. (laughs) It's it's Utah state legislative (laughs) underwear. It has to be a certain (laughs) length. It does. That's well, a yeah, fact. Because otherwise you could just wear a string that just goes between your labia. But isn't it fun to think that the Utah state government had to regulate underwear? <laughs> I he- like the guy who's like, how? Wa-? <laughs> I just like to think of two Mormon guys in an office and he's drawing paperwork up and he's like, turns to the guy and he's like, how? How wide is a vagina? <laughs> like how- it's just a boardroom full of like 80-year-old white men, and they're like, what is a vagina? Looks like we got to do some research, boys. <laughs> it's just that meme of Zach Galifianakis with the math mit, like all around his face of them trying to be like, what's a vagina? They have a drawing of a woman with her legs spread. Question and then, mark. Yeah, where the vagina is, there's nothing, and it's just a really big question a mark. Big question Guys mark. in lab coats with uh, goggles on, thinking <laughs> yeah. really hard. Oh, um, my God. That's that's that is Utah. I think that's I will, actually government in general. They did figure out how to get around the pasty thing. You can just put clear pasties on. You literally can't even tell that they're wearing pasties. I mean, why not just get a pasty of your nipple? I mean, yeah, but you could just get they just put like the like burn uh, that thing they put on you when you get tattooed. Oh, second you, skin. Yeah. yeah, it's second skin. And you literally can't even tell you, they are wearing something, but you literally can't tell. So they're topless I'm wearing underwear. I'm so numb to nipples that it doesn't even Also, to if me. the girls like you, they'll just pull their underwear to the side and let you look into their b-hole. Why not? I mean, I'll, I prefer the underwear. I think it's funner because... Um, the underwear or the buttholes? Both. Um, they usually wear like numerous pairs of underwear. Yeah, and then they take them off. It's like a fun magic trick, but every time they take it off, it's just new underwear. It's really cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, uh, my favorite strip club I've ever been to is here in Salt Lake City. Which is, is that... It's called American Bush. I was going to say, is it American Bush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the one sad little stage uh-huh. that's like... Uh, like the same level as all of the tables oh my god it rules it's so sad and it's so dorky and weird and everyone who goes there looks like the a guy who would hang out outside of a porno shop at night yeah there's like 10 people in there at all times and they're all separated from each other it's hilarious it's also kind of sad um it reminds me of the the bear's den um, in Magna, I went Which there. Which we've talked about on the podcast so before. Sad. But it reminds me of that because guys are too busy playing pool, and then yeah. there's the one girl like, "Please help me keep my fucking electric on." Well, she should be better. She's trying. It's you have to. It's not hard to be better than pool. I know, but she I has no one to, God, to compare herself I to. I could get up there and dance and be better than pool. Yeah, I mean, sure. You, I feel like they should do an amateur night. Do they do amateur night in Utah? They used to. I know they used to do one at American Bush. They used I to have a guy's night at Trails, did. and I agreed to do it, and I was going to start stripping, like not a joke, and then they stopped doing it. They heard you were going to do it, and they were like, shut fuck it the fuck that. down. Well, also, I'm a fat piece of shit, so. If you're fat, then I'm obese, and this is yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. 
so <laughs> Correct. <this is> fucking <laughs> problematic. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. I'm just not like I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I do not have an Adonis like physique. Who who does anymore? Lots of people do. Not the it's girls not, that I like to see. You just at work the strip hard. Club. No I mean, way. Yeah. No way. There's the girls who take themselves. That's the thing is that the strip club we were at, the girls really take themselves seriously. And it's Ugh, not just a girl gross. gyrating in front of you. It's a girl doing like gymnastics. Yeah. The strip club you go to because they don't touch you and it's all thing. They're like, oh, it's art. Look, at, I'm spinning. Look at me. And you're like, no way. I want to. I want the BT. I want a girl who, while she's giving me a lap dance, apologizes for her stretch marks. Oh, no. <laughs> like, and then I'll tell her it's okay, though. I fucking. That's what I, I you know i love i love it and i hate it that the strip club that i frequent is like an artsy strip club because it's exciting to watch them perform it's like a cheaper version of cirque du soleil even though for me it wasn't cheaper that night i spent probably just as much to be there as someone driving to vegas to see cirque du soleil for a night but it's really cool i loved it and i felt bad because i was having a great time and my roommate was like up next to me like in the front and tyler was in like a table in the back yeah. motherfucker didn't pull out cash though i was like how the fuck he didn't pull out money no I was it like, sounds like you had it under control well yeah but i didn't let him know that i had a fistful of cash oh okay he like didn't plan on it either he was so uncomfortable it was very upsetting i hope next time we go to a strip club he cannot be such a fucking wet blanket we should go to a bunch of strip clubs and review them I think we have That's to. That's an expensive episode. I know, right? Patreon coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fund that. I really think we should. I think that. Um, I think that when we're in LA, we should try to do an amateur night. I think that would be hilarious. Ooh. Pay for the rest of the trip. Well, I mean, yeah. I think that would be so fun. That would be hilarious. See who makes the most money. Here's the thing about amateur night. Who are the guys that come to the strip club on amateur night? That is weird. Who, who are they? Well, hopefully Creeps. they're guys that don't realize it's amateur night and they're just there <laughs> yeah. For that's a what you want, right? Bachelor party. Ugh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's, I think that would be so much fun. It would be fun. I would like to see that. I think I could make a lot of money. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Well, we would find out. Yeah, find out next time on Freaky Geeks episode, whatever number we're on next. Do you even know what episode number this is? Like 42 or something? You know what's funny is when I recorded I Am Salt Lake, he knew exactly what episode number we were. And he was like, you've put out like 40 something. And I was like, I don't know. I guess you know better than I do. I have no idea. We've put out more than 40 something because we've put out episodes that weren't numbered mm-hmm. that we just called bonus episodes because they were yeah. like live things yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, our first live episode was numbered because I thought it was so good. But we had like a Dungeons and Dragons episode that wasn't numbered because I just thought it was... Not very good, but it was a placeholder episode. Yeah. I wanted to put out something. Yeah, the but... sound quality was interesting because we were in like a dark cave. And it was hard to understand how funny it was. I mean, some people liked it, but in any case, you know, we've done like, and we've, uh, you know that we've recorded like one or two episodes that we never did anything with when yeah. we first started. Yeah. Um, Walk them away. Yeah, we did, a, we did an episode about Star Trek that was like three hours long that yeah. we didn't air because the audio quality was kind of weird because it was like our fourth episode we ever recorded and it was just like way too star trekky yeah it was like if you it reminded me of like uh, <laughs> montages in movies where they depict someone doing mushrooms and watching like pink floyd or listening to pink floyd and watching like uh what was it the wizard of oz together it was like that but like we are just listening to so much star trek that we start tripping balls about star trek 
and it just makes no sense to anyone besides the people in the room. Yeah. It was it was crazy, very informative for us, but no one else can enjoy that episode ever. So go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird episode. How was I am Salt Lake? It was way fun. It was a lot of fun. I was nervous. Um, I not because I was doing a podcast and I I talked about it on the episode. I was nervous because um, a few days before we recorded the episode, he posted that poll about yeah. how do you feel about profanity and podcast and the the overwhelming majority said they don't care. But um, like most things on the internet, the moment you get into the comment section, it gets a little oh, uglier. No, yeah, no one ever comments good things. No, they never do. And I, I don't know. I was feeling like particularly self-loathing that I started reading those, and I was like, oh god, I can't do this. I'm gonna have to censor myself. Like I don't know. But then I immediately was like, fuck that. It was, it was fun. You know what's funny? I censor myself a lot. I spend like a lot of my time censoring myself. Yeah, apparently it's like the like number on one stage. thing my mom talked about when she came to visit was just like, it's so funny to listen to your podcast and Noelle is like the sailor mouth and Shane just sounds so eloquent. And I was like, <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> your mom said I was eloquent. Yeah, it That's shows so how much lovely. she fucking knows. Oh, what a sweet lady. No, inappropriate. She's not. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. I'm an eloquent dirtbag. <laughs> give me that huh? sure yeah but i mean i meant that i censor because i do a lot of comedy where i'm not where uh what i can talk about like there are subjects where they're like you don't get to talk about god or you don't get to talk about sex or you can't say the f word or like no don't call girls bitches or d don't say anything racial like there's a lot of you'll show up to a show and sometimes people will just have like one weird rule hmm You'll just show up and a often? guy will be like, don't talk about dogs. And you're like, what the fuck? Okay, I guess. Does that happen like besides when you're at Wise Guys? Does that happen? It doesn't happen. Honestly, it happens at Wise Guys not a lot. Usually at Wise Guys, they're like, hey, don't get crazy. Like, just don't. I mean, sometimes they'll do corporate shows. Mm -hmm. and, then, and when you do a corporate show, they're like, don't just don't be dirty, which kind of means don't. It's kind of carte blanche, you know? Am I saying that wrong? Probably. Yeah, that was a made up word, but that's No, fine. that's not a made up <laughs> word. That means like as you would. It's kind of like a, anyway. It, and um, so, but there are people who have very specific rules. Like when I did that casino in Wyoming, mm -hmm. the uh, lady, um, she was like, okay, you just can't say the F word and you can't talk about God at all. Or no, she said, don't take the Lord's name in vain. Well, so I was fuck. like, what if I'm an atheist who has bits that like talk about how I'm not religious? She said, that's fine. Just don't say the Lord's name in vain. Well, what if you say it politely? Like, <laughs> you know what? God damn it. What if I said, God damn, I love Jesus? Mm, not allowed. Know. I didn't ask her that, but I'm 100% sure it was not allowed. I feel like it's a gray area. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like C that. Because you don't like I think censorship? I don't like censorship, specifically in comedy, because isn't that where we go to just, like, flush out the bullshit? Like Some of us. Some of us go to judge <laughs> and make sure that other people aren't saying the wrong what? things. If you're going to talk shit about Mac, at least say his name. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, the thing with comedy is, I think you should be able to say literally anything. Mm -hmm. Literally anything i think kathy griffith should be able to I cut off donald trump's head and hold it up that. i also think that she should not be a fucking baby when people threaten nope. her life after nope. you can't do that you can't make essentially a death threat 
mm-hmm. or a fi- uh, or a, uh, a fantasy death threat mm-hmm. and then complain when people death threat you yeah. you fucking baby i in was any very case, upset about that because if i was her i would have doubled the fuck down yeah she should have done a, a whole picture with everyone in the fucking cabinet i would have been like and this here, here's this motherfucker and yeah like, i'm wearing his skin as a dress now like i, I would have doubled the fuck down yeah i think that you should be able to say whatever you want but also there are consequences For if sure. what you say isn't funny to enough people a lot of people are gonna be mad at you mm-hmm. um there are people who say the n-word who are white and get away with it because it's very funny when they do it there are people who say the n-word and they don't mean anything by it but the context is incorrect and it's not funny to enough people and now they're on the news bill well, mayer isn't that oh well bill mayer is a weird version to, to bring this up with but isn't that a fun way to get rid of shitty comics is to just oh. be like free range say, say whatever you want don't censor yourself and then they just get forcibly pushed out of it because they're so unfunny and problematic they don't get forcibly pushed out though usually they just end up being unfunny and problematic and locked in and then they're just like (laughs) i'm not going anywhere my free speech i don't know there are consequences to anything you say i think you should be allowed to say anything the idea that like words are only for some people is crazy to me that's wrong how are you going to teach people about those words like but also i think you should be aware like the n-word mm-hmm. i ha um i wouldn't say it like like on this podcast i could just say it now right mm-hmm. but here's the thing about a comedian once you say it it's it's a lot of all anyone ever is ever going to talk about regarding you so why even say it yeah like I have better things to do and say with my time. The word has no power over me, but I'm also not interested in that can of worms. Mm-hmm. I could also, there's lots of personal family stuff I could talk about that I don't want to, you know, anyway, yeah. you should be able to say, I'm a big fan of it's all okay or none of it's okay. For sure. But also consequences exist mm-hmm. and you have to own up to your consequences. Yeah, I think that's the thing that pisses me off the most is that when people are like, you know, uncensored, but then they like the Kathy Griffin thing, then they get upset when they get backlash. And it's like if you if you knew you were going to say something so charged, you have to expect the backlash. Yeah. What to, bo- and to think that it's not going to happen because you're doing it in a comedy setting is ignorant and dumb. What bothers me the most about free speech is when people say free speech, especially people who I think I look, I don't look up to, but I think I'm on the same side as people who are far left mm-hmm. or not far left. I'm not far left, but people who are, you know, for equal rights progressive. and who, people who are like all about the American melting pot. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a white supremacist is going to do a Q&A at a college and they protest him. No, fuck you. Let him, let him do his Q&A. Like, maybe don't let... I agree that we shouldn't let people promote hate speech. Mm-hmm. So to go on a college campus and to rally people and say, fuck, uh, fuck black people, let's kill them. Mm-hmm. That's That's hate speech. That's incorrect. Mm-hmm. But for a white supremacist to go to your college and be like, Ask me about why I'm a white supremacist. Ask me about what I think. Ask me about this and that. Or to have Milo Yiannopoulos, who styles himself a comedian, even though I don't think he is, speak at your college. You have to let him speak and you have to peacefully do it. Or else uh, when you go to speak and other people silence you, they get to say, well, what about when you silenced me? You know, you can't fucking go. You got to have it both ways. I think you, um, the 
what I posted in the Freaky Geeks group, I think is a great example of this about um, TST, the Satanic Temple, um, protesting the protesters outside of um, an abortion <laughs> clinic. And I think this is beautiful because this lady is screaming at this um, TST protester. And, you know, she's like, you wouldn't treat a dog the way that you, the protester, the like pro-lifer is saying okay. to this girl, you wouldn't treat a dog the same way you treat these onboard fetuses. And then the TST protester is like, you shouldn't treat like a person, you know, like the yeah, way, yeah. whatever. And then she's like, the TST protester is like, you know what? The thing about it is, is that you have the right to disagree with me. And I love that you have the right to disagree with me but what is inappropriate is you being violent and being disgusting and pushing your beliefs so hard that they become law and legislator specifically talking about yeah. the texas situation and i think that's where you have to intervene totally is when um they start pushing into um exactly. laws regulations and that's, and that's my whole point the hate speech milo uh, milo yiannopoulos comes to your school and he talks and a bunch of people who agree with him cheer and they make jokes about safe spaces and blah 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 and like yeah sure it's annoying or whatever but and then he leaves mm -hmm. and you you dislike those people and their opinions are kind of shitty but at the end of the day they're not like they're not saying we want less black people at the school how do we make that happen mm -hmm. they're you know, that's where you draw the line, yeah, right? Absolutely. You draw the line at uh, speech that is one step away from becoming action. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, all speech could become action. Well, in that case, then all speech is in trouble and free speech is a thing we shouldn't have. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really tough. Also, the Satanic Temple strategy is so good to counter protests of protesters as the satanic temple not only is that cool because they're voicing their opinion that those protesters suck mm -hmm. but they're taking the heat off of anyone who's using that facility because yep. the protesters are now paying attention to yeah. the satanists yep. and not the ladies who you know need are, whatever services yeah, are having to go in there it's and and it's i i love that approach so much to it because um even in even in salt lake i mean of course in salt lake there's a clinic there's only one clinic in the whole entire state that offers um emergency contraceptive um action if you will offers a, offers abortions there's oh. only one there's only one in the whole entire state and it's downtown and there's pro their protesters there seven days a week with their lovely signs you really know? is that over here by me yeah okay um Continue. There's, I forget what comedian says it, but there's a comedian. I think it was actually Sarah Silverman. It was Sarah Silverman in her new special. She talks about how um, they had to go to Michael's and Kinko's to get yeah. those signs made. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they're out there protesting. And I wish that there was um, a group. I, I wish that um, Planned Parenthood supporters would put this together. I would love to be a part of it, to be those people out there with the cowbells and the ridiculous costumes distracting these protesters so that um, these people can go in and get those services and feel unthreatened. Yeah, totally. Especially since we live in a state that allows for, um, I don't know, they're, they're, I don't know what the technical term is, but they're like fake clinics. They'll, they'll purposely buy up the real estate right next to or very near to a Planned Parenthood yeah. and um, label themselves as like a family planning. But then you go in there and it's pro-life everything. And yeah, they... instead of Planned Parenthood, it's Parenthood Planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight <laughs> and, then, up. and then underneath the tagline is totally not a scam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. people, like teenagers are like, well, this seems good. Yeah. 
and, and they're they like dressed right in. in um like nuns or not nun uh nurse scrubs and they look official but then you go in there and then they're like if you get an abortion you'll die and just all this all this crazy wacko shit so to live in a state where that's allowed yeah we need a you group like tst <laughs> to get in there and dress up like bondage babies and fuck shit up bondage baby you know what's <laughs> fucked up it's the whole a fake abortion clinic where they're like the women dressed in nurse outfits that aren't actually nurses and they're just like trying to save you from yourself is the beginning of probably one of my most intense sexual fantasies <laughs> 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 all oh these nurses god. are like no don't do it and like oh my god oh my gosh i'm just imagining some lady with a stethoscope on my penis oh my god <laughs> too no. much okay <laughs> no no, don't take us there <laughs> we're not ready for it all these virgin ears listening oh man but yeah, yeah i fucking i loved that shit and um i think it was Vinny who actually commented and was like i don't understand like what exactly they're doing here because tst currently is trying to invoke religious right and religious freedom yes. so that um women don't have to sign and go through all these ridiculous hoops based when, on their religion exactly being like well my religion says that i have a right to my body so i don't have to wait 48 hours for this procedure i don't have to like file this thing i don't have to what the fuck ever they make look yeah. at the um mandatory um ultrasound because we have laws that protect religious right and those are mm -hmm. those are very 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 basic because obviously one of the first things that happened when we became a country was like hey you can't shit on someone for their religion yeah yeah, even though we still like to. So yeah, it'll be a. What they really meant is you can't shit on someone for not being or for not being Catholic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because was... then we proceeded to shit on Catholics for like a hundred years, mm -hmm. and then the Catholics were like, "We molested all your boys. What do you think about <laughs> us now?" <laughs> we're like, "God damn it!" Oh my god, so fucking Revenge. crazy. So I'm excited to see what happens with that TST lawsuit because um, either way, it's a win, even if it's a loss, because if they lose the case then it's the poster child for religious hypocrisy mm -hmm. in our government and then if they win great then all of these people are protected and don't have to go through because there are some states specifically in the bible belt that require you to post um an ad in the newspaper giving the father of the the unborn the fetus the sperm donor the opportunity to come forward and claim the child and Jeez force you Louise. to go through pregnancy and it's it gets darker the more ignorant you fall into those states and to know to think that there could be something that protects women um from that is just like let it fucking oh let it be yeah it's so yeah that's insane it's oh it's ins wild. it's so insane it's you know i think it's back to um the more progressive we get, because despite everything that's going on right now, despite who's in office, we are moving forward. So much has happened for us um, as a society in the U.S. I mean, um, even the world is doing better. Than for ever. sure. Like but. we're moving forward. But just like a really fucked up scale, you know, ev for every step that we take forward, the extreme other side starts showing its head more. You know yeah. what I mean? No, totally. And there's... um you're always going to have that extreme other side mm -hmm. you, you know we're there's always going to be uh things to talk about fights to fight uh people who are going to be doing fuckery but at the end of the day um you know it's good to be thankful for what we do have yeah for sure i mean i i never for a second like when i get so mad and i get so upset specifically being in utah where you know religious freedom is like what you know what i mean it's just shitting on everything and but then I look at like ev 
the world as a whole and like despite all this bullshit despite all this terrorism and all these bombings it's like we're still doing so much better than we were yeah yeah less war less every and even when like we were complaining earlier we were complaining about uh, anti-vaxxers before mm-hmm. we started the oh, podcast. Oh, no, don't get me started I on won't. Anti-vaxxers. Don't start. But I can't. Um, <laughs> even though there's like this, it seems like there's a resurgence of a- anti-vaxxers um, as far as like we have less people dying from disease than ever. Mm-hmm. Like in 1970, or right after World War One, the Spanish flu killed like an eighth of the world's population or mm-hmm. something. Some absolutely insane yeah. number yeah, and yeah. we don't have shit like that happen anymore no. so it's really cool that as a as a world you know more uh more people are eating than ever more people have clean water than ever more people are living than ever more people are being born less people are dying of war than ever by like mm-hmm. huge huge margins yeah it's you know it, it's it, that weird that weird thing that you know keeps yeah. keeps you motivated and not so fucking pessimistic about everything and it also ignites my fire to you know just because we you know disease isn't rampant and killing communities doesn't mean you should stop vaccinating your kids or what the fuck ever you know what i mean it should just even though things are moving in the right direction always stay educated always stay aware and always totally. always stay factual i think is the biggest thing um you know, because some, some people get comfortable in, like, things. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, they get comfortable in things being a certain way. So then they stop doing that one thing that was causing it to happen. And then oh, you, like, yeah. fall back in that cycle, you know? Yeah, yeah. I it's think- like you, you, like, it would be like if you drove around your car, in your car, and you're like, wow, it's rules. And then you kept driving in your car, and this was like, this is amazing. And then you were like, you forgot that you have to put gas in it to mm-hmm. make it run. Yeah. And then eventually you're on the freeway at night. And you're like, oh, no, my car doesn't work. Yeah. And then Eileen Warnos is like, need some help. Yeah. And then you're dead. And then, yeah, then she's biting your dick off with her two teeth. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. I just, I think that's the biggest thing that we have to watch out for is just because, you know, things are happening a certain way for you. doesn't mean you should stop paying attention to what caused it to happen in the first place. Totally. You know, it's the whole, if you don't, history repeats itself. You yeah, know? this is why we should... Uh, Germany shouldn't be a country (laughs) and we got to make sure the Mongols don't do anything you know what keep an eye on them (laughs) yeah keep an eye on those guys never trust them you don't trust them (laughs) (laughs) you almost said never trust a Mongol problematic you (laughs) You know I'm just I just got back in the headspace of being in like the 1600s it was a strange time also no communists never get them out get them out the red scare start tattling (laughs) on your neighbors your neighbors are communists Oh yeah, we're so fucking close. It's really getting to that point. Like, oh, my neighbor put their towel on their head after they got out of the shower. Call the NSA. Tap their <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, I was going for an NSA thing because they put a towel. You know, when your hair's wet. <laughs> oh my hair. god. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, you know how it is. Noel, what was the last porn you watched? Hentai. You watched hentai the other yesterday for pleasure. Yeah, I watched like seven episodes. You were not jacking off. You just watch it to watch it? Yeah. What was it? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> well, honestly, um, th- this is a this is a kind of a spiderweb story. Like, it all started with one thing. It started with um, a sticker that Rachel got 
for her gas pump to put over the you know the gas thing on her car and it says fill me up senpai and it's like a little anime girl and like clearly like cum is like dripping off of her face Mm -hmm. and i was like this is funny like where is this coming from is this a hentai or manga that exists that they pulled this image from Uh so then i went searching for that because i wanted to see what happened before that scene oh my god (laughs) i was like what you know what on earth she was sucking dick I know, but why? So, oh my, okay. <laughs> so then I went on a, a deep, dark hole of hentai, and it was so funny because, like, Tyler was barbecuing. Like, I was just sitting in the living room watching hentai, like, nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just no, like watching it. And the fun thing about hentai is that it has storylines, but they're some absolutely it, crazy. Some of it has storylines, some of it doesn't, but, but yeah. it's, it's bizarre nonsense storylines. When I was a kid, I someone like gave me a tape. They're like, Hey, you like porn? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I didn't, you know, I'm like 11 or whatever. You, as far as you were concerned, that was a flavor of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, I knew what it was, but I didn't. I was like kind of <laughs> nervous, you know? They gave, they're like, here's this tape. And they gave me, remember how uh, Harriet the Spy, the, if anyone remembers who's old enough, the VHS tape was orange, like yes. the Nickelodeon VHS. Yes. It was an orange VHS tape. And I was like, what? Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't Rugrats. It was like some weird hentai and it was in Japanese. Hell yeah. I put it in the VHS player and it was, it was this themed thing where every single version of it was a bunch of short stories mm-hmm. and each short story was like a girl who had a crush on another girl but she didn't quite know why and then uh, one day something happens and they make a move and it turns out the girl she had a crush on has a penis oh love when that and happens. then they fuck and then that's the end of the episode mm-hmm. and like one of them was like a bride and her be- her like best maid was like helping her with her dress best maid or whatever what's it called bridesmaid, bridesmaid? her what's best the, maid her what's best the maid, maid of honor the maid of honor <laughs> the best maid, maid. <laughs> she cleans the blinds so well oh my god she uses windex and not fabulosa I did. Best maid. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no no no, no, no. <laughs> god damn it okay so the fucking i know i'm now imagining a maid wearing like a thing with rubber gloves <laughs> and oh my so she's god. like under her dress like helping her like with her garter or whatever and then she's like what's this and she's like oh my god and the penis like pokes her in the eye and then they have sex what a fun scene yeah and then after that i was like japanese people you nasty <laughs> like what they the get it they get it they know all the areas to hit. But, I mean, in my uh, also in that movie's defense, uh, preteen Shane did watch that like so much. I, I watched bet. every scene I a bet. lot. Yeah. You know, a lot of the hentai I found yesterday was schoolgirl hentai, where like it's um they're like an all girls school mm-hmm. and they're showering together and oh, they, yeah. you know they like accidentally bump each other and make funny giggles and then she's like will you wash my back for me and then all of a sudden she's like inside of her boobs they have the biggest boobs on earth you know oh yeah and it's like i it's so funny to me i love it it's what about you what's the what's porn did you watch <laughs> what the last porn i watched i don't know it was just some like throw. Oh no, I do know. It was a rant. <laughs> this is stupid. It was one of those like uh, where a guy is like stripping, and there's a room full of girls, and like uh, they uh, have sex with the guy, but like it's not. They're not porn stars. They're amateurs, so it's like really weird and mm-hmm. not very good. I think I know what you're talking about. It's they called try Dancing to, Bear. Usually, they try to make it look like it's a party. 
Yeah, like, all but the all, the, all the girls have been like, pay, and I know like the inside baseball of it because mm-hmm. I'm a creep and I look that shit up. Sure. And like all these girls have been paid like $500 and got their makeup done for free. Mm-hmm. And then like some of them have agreed to give them a blowjob and like two specific girls have been paid like $2,000 and they're going to have sex yeah. on camera. And they're all amateurs and he's a porn star mm-hmm. and he's like dancing around and people are like nervously touching his penis or whatever. Yeah. And then he has sex. I like things with amateurs porn stars don't do it for me i like they're when they're act- they're so bad at acting that you can tell if they're faking or not that's fair that makes sense that's what i'm after i want to see girls who are like, like genuinely having an experience yeah you know like what is happening <laughs> i also um watching you online like before when we're setting up or just hanging out before we record you are the weirdest person to watch online <laughs> because it's like you're rapid firing through everything. Like you look like um, whenever a movie tries to depict a hacker and they're <laughs> taking in as much information as they can. Yeah. It's like, how are you even looking at things? So d- I just imagine you just like alting through like seven different tabs of porn. Yeah. I'm a quick, deci- I'm quick. Uh, I'm a fast reader. I I've just I read a lot and it just looks like you're not paying attention to anything. I know people have watched me play like JRPGs mm-hmm. and I've literally had people be like, "Fuck you, you're not reading that." Yeah, and I'm like, I am reading it though. I'm just I read so much that I've got like a technique. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, I don't look at porn that fast though. I don't think anyone should. Well, that's a lie. Sometimes it's like um, trying to find the perfect porn. Mm. You know, you click on one and you like start fast forwarding and trying to like find what's going on and if this is going to work for you. And then in the like, you should also watch recommended videos. You see something better. So then you click into that and all of a sudden you're like 10 clicks deep and you're watching some weird ass fucking shit. Does that happen to you or is that just me? No, that happens. Cool. Uh, you know, <laughs> 10 clicks deep and you're walking. Through. Yeah, I've like been distracted. I've been like mm-hmm. watching it and then someone's like, uh, and, and then it's like um, little kitten adoption goes wrong. And I'm like, why is this on Pornhub? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like some lady's trying to adopt cats and then she's like blowing three guys. Well, did you not see that Pornhub also has some like movies on there? Because well, Pornhub is a place, the users can upload yeah, there's people who just like, well, YouTube sometimes has like full length movies, but they're like mirrored or fast forwarded or something's weird about them. The, the audio's off, so you have to slow it down yeah. by 0.5. I yeah. know this. And sometimes you, you'll find random uh, Russian or European porn on YouTube. Yes. I know. Yes, I've done that when I, I fell down an ASMR hole. What do you think the motivation is? Because they're not monetizing those videos. They're not making money. They just do it for the love of the game. Yeah, they're just like the um, like the a, Robin Hood of porn. American teenagers love Greek boobies. Yeah, that's <laughs> like their mom has, you know, these, these teenagers have had their parents put blocks on the internet. So literally the only thing they're allowed to watch is like videos on YouTube. And so there's that one Russian hacker who wants to just be the robin hood of porn and allow yeah. everyone to watch it he's really doing the people's work so nice <laughs> he should be knighted or something <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna do a speaking of porn i was gonna do a nude photo shoot recently thank god then, you didn't i know and then i was like <laughs> where do i even put these photos like what do i do do i, I don't um, want them just to have them. reddit <laughs> reddit yeah the i was gonna say like i can post app. them on t- but like you can I, put them on twitter twitter's the wild west <laughs> it is i posted my butt on a. Uh, like a photo of me naked from behind and you could, I was like looking back into the mirror or whatever. So it, but it was my butt It was in black and white mm-hmm. and Art. it got reported almost immediately on Instagram and Facebook and they took it down. Wow. Yeah. 
So when people are like, oh, women get body shamed, it's like, well, no one likes anyone's naked body anywhere. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like everyone just hates nudity because we've been taught shame Um, that you should, though. I actually was talking about this um, yesterday. Ash and Noah and Ryan and Candace did a Twitch stream, a creative Twitch stream where they were um, doing the mask for Roadhog. Okay. um, From Overwatch, I think. Yes. And um, they were molding it, um, which is I was watching because that ex- is extremely intriguing to me. Yeah. Doing prosthetic molds like that and casting. Um, it's awesome. And we were talking about the podcast because Ryan Bielek brought up how we could do that with chocolate. He was like, you and Shane need to hit me up. Find someone to 3D print the Freaky Geeks Coffin logo, and I can make chocolate molds out of it. We have a person who has 3D printed our logo, and we just need to go get it. We need to put these two together. And I was like, how cool would that fucking be? Um, And then I was like, you know, talking details, and I was like, we could use that for um, high-tier Patreon. You get a Freaky Geeks chocolate. Oh, yeah. How fucking cool would that be? Yeah. I thought you were about to say that we should get chocolate molds of our genitals. Well, to that, (laughs) there's a second part. Um, I was like, because they were making fun of everyone who makes money off Patreon selling naked pictures. Okay. And I'm like, I, I mean, I think it comes from a place of love and jealousy because there's people out there, both men and women on Patreon that are paying their fucking bills. I... I think that um, most people who are making fun of people who make money selling naked photos on Patreon are mad because they're it's a cosplayer. Mm-hmm. And so th- in their mind, they're not selling the cosplay. They're selling the nudity. Yeah, yeah. But they're still... The nudity is making them more popular as a, a, a cosplayer. Mm-hmm. But nudity is the absence of cosplay. Yeah. Kind of. It's a not, wig. Not you know always. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a wig or some face paint or yeah. whatever. But um, And people get frustrated because they're not willing to go there um, or unable to go there. Yeah. 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 You know, it, not everyone wants to see everyone naked. And mm-hmm. that's just the that. And as Cold Stone Cold Steve Austin would say, that's the bottom line. It's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I love it. I love when people make money off of their sexuality. Why not use it for your advantage? If you got it, flaunt it. But I was saying how I want you to recreate all of my boudoir photos. And oh, then yeah. We sell that to people. I think that can make us some money. I don't even know about recreating. I think we should do a shoot where you do like a sexy thing and then I do it, but literally the same. So wig, makeup, everything? At the same time. That would be funny. Yeah. yeah. Or my own version of it. Maybe not even makeup, but same like lingerie or whatever. No way. You have to do wig and makeup. (laughs) If I'm wearing a wig that not my natural hair, you have to wear a wig. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out, but I think that would be fun. I think that would be so funny. So... Moral of the story and then is we can do, do one nude where photos. Tried, I try to be a uh, sexy dude and then we'll see. And then you could also <laughs> try to be sexy dude. I think I would make a great sexy dude. I, okay. We'll this, put a beard on you this or some might, five o'clock shadow. This might be, I already have that. Just tell me not to shave. Um, <laughs> this Gross. might be problematic, Uh-oh. but when I was in high school, I knew this girl was trying to fuck my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And this was when being like seen was super big, like being a scene kid on MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I catfished her, <gasps> but I didn't like, but I catfished myself as a guy. So like I dressed in like guy drag. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you just use someone else's photos? Because I like, 
you can tell. You can tell when someone just finds someone's photo bucket, you know, because and so you so because they would be like make a you know make a sign that says my name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it was I've done that. You know, then it's you. That's something you don't have to worry about anymore because Snapchat exists. Yeah, and and people are so good with Photoshop. You could just Photoshop that shit on there, which someone did on an episode of Catfish. Anyway, besides the point, me and my friend, me and one of my friends made MySpace profiles of because I needed someone to talk to. You know what I mean? Like you have to seem legit. Yeah, yeah. You know, on online. Oh my god, this is so much work for such a weird thing. It be it became something so funny because over. We made the perfect scene versions of ourselves. Like by I, the time you enact this gigantic plan and make this and take the photos mm-hmm. and talk to she's fucked your boyfriend three times. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I became like, MySpace famous for being a scene boy. No way. Yes. This is this is the juice. This is the meat <laughs> of it. Was so me and my friend, I won't say her name, um, we Becky. No, sure. Becky. Okay. We got together and we we made the best. She was so good at makeup. She was able to make me look like a boy. It's not hard, but she was able to give me a stronger chin and um like facial hair. And I had orange hair at the time. And she was she made it so that I had like a comb over, you know, like uh-huh. a Justin Bieber. The scene guy thing. Yeah. And oh, I was a scene girl's dream. And I made it. <laughs> It was insane, dude. It was so insane. And I like, I made the profile like, what would my dream scene boy be? And I turned that into it. We did the same for her. No fucking joke. You're behind enemy lines. You know what everything they yeah, want. Yeah, because we know. We know all the secrets. A weekend, two days, Saturday, Sunday. We did it on a Friday. Got the profiles up and running on a Friday night. Two days. Monday, I go over to her house after school. We log on blowing the fuck up (laughs) pages hundreds and hundreds of friend requests from legitimate like high profile scene girls like girls (laughs) girls who are like no you know like kiki cannibal girls three years from then who will end up on is anyone up exactly okay like just all it was in and just messages blowing up with girls immediately sending like nude pictures and we were like we gotta shut it down we gotta shut it down like it went from zero to 60 no you gotta write it out here's the fun thing is that even back then people were like gaslighting themselves people would pretend to have seen us oh you know but like they thought you know they would say yeah. like we would post a bulletin if you remember bulletins we'd be like we're going to arden fair mall which is the biggest mall in sacramento and then people would be like i saw them i saw yeah that's so what funny. is my life we ha- we <laughs> shut it down immediately because it got it got so out of hand so fast and um we instantly became like we just knew the formula. You know what I mean? It would yeah, be yeah. It, we knew the formula to make these girls think that we were the coolest. What was the, the what was the key? What was the key? to making scene girls want to bang you? Bands, knowing the correct oh bands. Oh my god, that's all <laughs> it takes. It, it Simple was, creatures it was, um, scene girls it are. It was that and then it was also um the style. It was always mixing camo, you know, the right amount of camo in a broy way in a nice photo. Um, it was also posting like, <laughs> this is so fucked up to say, but it would be like posting us a, a status that was, um, seemed heartfelt and sincere, like a cry for help. Oh, my mom just like, doesn't get me. I'm out here in um, cutting my wrists and no one not, understands. Not quite, but almost, oh almost, my God. That, almost that not, not the cutting part, but very much so like, 
you know, and then you'd link a song and the song would be emotional. And Ooh. it just, it was, it was I'm freaking, wet thinking about, you it. know, it really did work for a lot of people. It was so funny and it was so bad how, how quickly it fell. And then people were like starting to claim that they were in relationships with us. It got, it got very out of hand, out of hand. I think we let it go for a week and then we were like, okay, are we going to get arrested now? Because like <laughs> there was so much, I so love, many naked I, photos. Oh man, it was crazy back then. I remember it was the wild west. I really struggled with women in high school and then all the way up until I was like 19. Oh, fake tattoos. Oh yeah, there you go. Fake tattoo. That was the big one. Yeah, and so anyway. then I had like a sleeve. <laughs> yep, yep. And I yep, had. Sna- yep. I remember like snake literally bites. like the day I got snake bites. That's a girl it. who I didn't know was blowing me, and I was like, "Wow, yep. this works." Yep, it was fake. That's the thing <laughs> I forgot. It was fake tattoos and fake piercings. Yeah, I had real of both, and I just remember it just blew up right away. It's so much better. Uh, I remember at the time thinking it was cool, but I'm like so glad now that uh, it's as adults people are. Me, not all people, but most people are kind of like, who gives a fuck about how you look? Yeah. I mean, they want you to be good looking. Yeah. But it, no one's like, oh, this person has something that's really hard to find. That's what it was at the time when MySpace became um, kind of the platform. Yeah, it was a commodity. It's, not a lot of yeah. people were willing to get piercings or tattoos. No, it wasn't like it is now. And so there's, I mean, there's always going to be that when you're younger mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, that guy has the thing that no one else can do and I love that thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like... It's so rare to find that, I, I, you know, people who don't at least people who have no tattoos is rare. Even and even we live in, in Salt Lake. We live in Salt, which is funny. One to of say. the most tattooed cities in the states. Yeah, we I have. remember being in L.A. Um, I ran into a, a friend of mine, a hardcore kid that I used to know in a Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh my God, what are the chances of us running into each other?" And I was like, "It's crazy." And he was with his friend, who was a woman who had lots of tattoos. And he's like, have you noticed that no one here in California has tattoos? Mm-hmm. He's like, we're the most tattooed people I've seen. How the fuck is that possible? And I was like, yeah, it's blowing my mind. Like, it's so crazy I how few tattoos are in else. other places. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with um, rebellion. Yeah, the need to rebel. Especially in this state where the Mormon church is apparent, supposedly, you know, supposedly the center of everything. And so you get a lot of these kids who leave the church or whatever feel disenfranchised because of the church and they rebel, whether it's they're the most fucking vegan animal rights activists ever or they're the most tattooed fucking hardcore kids ever. You know, they're always the extreme of whatever stereotype they fall into. And I just think that's. I think that's anywhere you go that has a, I, I don't know, a climate like ours here yeah. where the, the church is supposed to be. We the, also have a weird thing where we have like a lot of athletes, mm-hmm. a lot of Olympic athletes, a lot of people who live like lifestyles that are centered around skiing and snowboarding mm-hmm. and like being the best. And so we have this weird culture of excellence. Yeah, yeah. And like we yeah. even have like a musical culture of excellence. And dance. And dance. Acting, and so we have yeah. all these like superhero mm-hmm. level skilled people mm-hmm. and like it drives the culture. So yeah, like yeah. you don't realize it, but the fact that you're living in a place with Olympians is like affecting the level of play of all the people who play StarCraft here. Sure, yeah. Like you don't realize it, but we have a lot of really good StarCraft Starcraft players, a lot of really good chess players. Mm-hmm. So one of the best Warhammer players in the world lives here in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like weird. We have this culture of excellence is what I like to say. Yeah. And even our artists. Yes. And true. it's it's all driven by this underlying like rebellion, I think. Absolutely. It's really weird. Oh, absolutely. I think that has so much to do with it. 
There's a reason why you drive down Main Street and there's more tattoo shops than restaurants. It's one of the my re- one of the reasons why Salt Lake City is my favorite place I've ever lived. I agree with that. That's the part of it that makes me love it the most. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you see local art or local talent here, it's fucking crazy. It like I amazing. went to LA and seeing uh, local hardcore bands. Mm-hmm. I saw some local hardcore. I saw some local, uh, you know, dancers. I mm-hmm. saw our uh, poets. I saw comics, and they cannot hang with the people here from Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. We fucking bring that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I also think there's a level of fight <laughs> that, like, people in Salt Lake have to put up with and deal with, and uh, you know, like, not not just talking about hardcore kids, literally, but like to make art uncensored you know what i mean yeah, or yeah. like to do these different things well push back to uncomfortableness and push back creates excellence exactly and when you're in a place like la that doesn't give a fuck you don't have that hardship making you a diamond you know what i mean exactly. you don't have the pressure oh what a good way to put that so that's what i think about you know and it's i talked about it on the i am salt lake episode i was like people you know because when you have a complaint about utah it's a very big complaint it's a complaint about yeah my air is killing me exactly my air is killing me um my government refuses to acknowledge you know um women's health my but my, says my porn governor is a thinks i shouldn't touch my dick exactly like yeah. all you know all these they're big they're really big problems <laughs> but then you also have to say if it isn't for people like us the degenerates if you will not really but just the cool people if we leave because we don't like it then this place stays the same totally you know it's like you have to have uh, these rebels here you have to have people fighting back and and so we can stay this awesome place where very talented well-rounded and educated people come from and it you know i at the simplest of things this is one of the cleanest cities in the united states like come on if you go to san francisco if you go to la if you go to new york if you go to chicago if you go to I don't know, or fucking Portland or Seattle. They're all kind of gross and dingy. They're super cool, and I think that adds to their appeal, but they're all kind of nasty and hard to live in. That hasn't happened to Salt Lake, and I don't think it ever will. So I just think we all have to keep being here and pushing boundaries and making it a better place. To totally. Be. Um. There's a... This is weird, but there's a Bible verse that I actually like really like. Oh, it's God. A, it's a proverb. Am I going to burst into flames? No, Proverbs 27, 17. Uh, it's a proverb that like, I think it's a military motto in some places, but uh, it says iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And so basically it means like uh, you use iron to sharpen iron so when men grind up against each other <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no but when men like push against each other uh, and it's using men the term to you know as men people. and women yeah. as people. people yeah um and so uh when people push against each other they force each other to be better and so it's very I, true I, i've always really liked that um that idea so when anytime anyone like resists me or tries to fuck with me or whatever when i'm done being annoyed i'm like this is good i need people pushing me to absolutely rethink my shit or make me be better absolutely sometimes it's not helpful sometimes you're just getting shit on (laughs) sometimes that's just trolling but i mean even and this might be problematic to say but i love anytime you preface something with this might be problematic i'm so excited to hear what happens next (laughs) i just want you to know that it makes me feel like not the only terrible person yeah well i mean we have so 
I, I don't want to interrupt you, but we have so many friends who shit talk like things I kind of identify as. And I'm always like, Ugh. yeah, well, you know, you want to forewarn them. What I'm about to say might be problematic. So, I mean, okay. My dad, I hate saying this. This is hurts me. It physically hurts me. My dad, I love him, but he is a current Trump supporter. And that comes with a certain set of ideals that he believes in. Um, before Trump, he was always just an alt-right Republican, which is very weird if you know my mom. You're like, how? Um, and growing up, I would spend like every hour just doing my own research, getting books, educating myself so that I could argue with my dad. Yeah. At like because I would get into a debate with him or an argument and he would win and then I would go in my room and literally write out why I lost. Like, <laughs> where did you falter with your facts? <laughs> why did he just win that? And like it drove me to be a more well-rounded did person. You, did you ever come to the conclusion that he was right about some things? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, because that's then where I, that's what we need. <laughs> I know, but then I would, you know, I got I got good. No, this is where I got good because before he could come back at me you know talking about um immigration reform in particular i would be like you know and i understand you feel this way because your job has put you in um like a setting where you're constantly seeing these people doing the worst but you've never been in my position where you've seen these people doing amazing things and i know that that makes you see things in a specific um like view like a tunnel versus how i see it and like so i would like take what he said and be like i understand why you believe this and i and you know what i mean and i think that's what made me a professional but it took me like fucking years of just trying to be better than him to learn how to like argue and debate and be like i understand why you believe this and i get where you're coming from and here's this you know what i yeah, mean totally. and like to know that me at 13 years old was like no friends i can't hang out with you this weekend i'm gonna learn how to argue with my dad like an adult <laughs> like that was that was literally my life like a no joke i had a journal i would go into i'd lock my door and be like why did i just lose that argument <laughs> like and really like write it down like a fucking crazy person and be like how can i win next time what facts do i have to bring and like literally go to my library and like find the books to help me get there i used to um i mean i used to get in weird arguments like that i used to have a friend who was like um oh uh a neo-nazi he was like so a lot of people confuse they think that racists want to like destroy all other races especially nazis mm -hmm. but that's not the case mm -hmm. there were uh there were muslim ss regiments Oof. And when I say Muslim, I mean you can be Muslim and be any ethnicity or color. But I'm, these are Arab SS regiments. Mm -hmm. So um, th there were... Because they didn't like Jewish people? Well, um, that... <laughs> no, that does play into it eventually. <laughs> but um, the idea... what So what we as Jewish people did wrong is we were muddying the Aryan race. Mm -hmm. So the whole idea behind... This is like stuff that I learned. But anyway, so I would argue with him all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know how into like racism I want to get. But the idea behind <laughs> when I, what I figured out was that um, we when you imagine racism, you imagine like these bumbling idiots who are like white people are better than black people. Mm -hmm. And then that's not exactly the case. A lot of racists like genuinely will be like, I think black people are talented and smart. Mm -hmm. I think they have a lot going for them. And I think they should live in their own fucking country. And then you're like 
oh, that's a lot more nuanced and difficult to argue against. You know, mm-hmm. and then you're like, well, we're the melting pots. America is what we're doing. And then they'll start to say like, well, I think they should have their own space. And then they seem very reasonable. Anyway, it got very, it's much more dynamic mm-hmm. and interesting of an argument than you think it is. And they are wrong. The Absolutely, melting pot yeah. is the way to go. Yes. The world is connected. We all should be, uh, the tr- our tribe should be the world. Sure. Fuck your yes. specific tribe. Like whether you identify and I've said it a million times, it's like a feminist or you identify as a men's rights activist or you identify as a magic player, you identify as a comedian, like that is your tribe. And I know you feel some kind of loyalty to that, but the, the tribe of people is more important than your little tribe. Fuck your little tribe, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where they're wrong. But I would, I would also do the same thing. I would like go into arguments and he would argue me into a corner and I would be like, I don't, have a specific way to explain why uh, countries that aren't mixed seem to be more successful. Mm-hmm. How do I argue against this? And then I would sit in my room and do my research and it made yeah. me a better person having these discussions with this shitty guy mm-hmm. who was also my friend mm-hmm. and is still my friend today, actually. Yeah. But um, that was an interesting thing. That's funny that we both have like a really similar experience because he would win mm-hmm. and I would be like, fuck this guy. Yeah, because you'd be like in your heart of hearts, you would know that they were wrong and not just because you love winning arguments because you're like, there's something fundamentally inhumane about what you're saying. And yeah, why yeah. did you just win that? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, a lot of it was that I wasn't conceding to him the points that were correct because I, I, his ideals were so shitty mm-hmm. that I was like, everything you're saying must be wrong. And I fell into this trap of being like, it's wrong. And then I realized, no, he might be saying some right things. I need to pick out the wrong ones and attack yeah. them correctly. Yeah. And then, you know, but then you're like, <laughs> I'm 14 and I'm in the library Googling, like, why is Japan better at business than everyone? Because yeah, yeah. Japanese people are racist. And I'm like, yeah. trying to feel like, is this, is it why? Is yeah. that why? It's not why. But, and then um it becomes this whole thing you mm-hmm. know and it opened my eyes to uh a lot of like what's going on in the world as far as racism i thought it made me a way better person and then when i got older mm-hmm. and people weren't willing to have that discussion mm-hmm. it got really interesting and then i've also had the discussion where people say something about racists and i want to like step in and be like um actually and push my glasses up and be like racists don't hate black people and then they freak out you know there's levels there's, there's levels, levels but them. you you yeah. want to like explain like no it's nuanced and to win we have to understand our enemy yeah you have to switch up the fucking game you know hey and look we're right back at free speech we've gotta let these fucking idiots who hate you know the idea of mixed race couples or a country that's a melting pot say their piece so we can learn their weaknesses so we can learn their ideology so we can learn what our enemy is and, and not, destroy them and destroy them yes yeah exactly because yeah. no, if you misrepresent them and you think all racists are just morons who think black people should all die and that's wrong and you're gonna mm-hmm. lose because you don't know how to fight them yeah correctly. that's only a part of the pie it's so much deeper i mean that's yeah. that's arguably why we have uh trump as our president exactly because he everyone's like he's racist he hates black people and you're like no he's racist he might not hate black people that's why it's so fucking dangerous Mm -hmm. we've got to fucking he hates everyone and it's (laughs) but it's nuanced yeah he might just believe that we're better and not hate you can think that one person is better and not hate another person Mm -hmm. and then that nuanced racism is so it's almost more dangerous i think Uh, yeah because it can conceal itself as a business it can conceal itself as um progress you know like they can wrap it into anything and and the the, 
uh, a racist could do things like uh, give black people opportunities mm -hmm. and do other kind things. And then you'll never understand the real damage they're doing because of the good damage or the good things they do do. And so do 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 do. But <laughs> yeah, it's so nuanced. And so you're like, oh, to fight this enemy, mm -hmm. I have to be very open minded, very specific. And I have to be willing to speak with these people. Yeah. You have be to be willing to take what they say and really dissect it to use it against yeah. them. If inevitably. Only all racists just hated. If every racist started their conversations with me, fuck Jewish people, I would just be out stabbing people to death For until sure. I got caught. It would be so much easier to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's it's harder. How defeating racism would be so much easier that way. Yeah. It's it would it's the perfect like, you know, us versus the Nazis. They're clearly there is clearly a bad person and they're they're easily identifiable. Yeah, yeah. They've got a uniform on, they're mm -hmm. saying some hateful shit. Yeah, it's not that easy anymore. No, no, no. And know? so yeah, and that's why we have to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. And that's why we can't ban people who are racist from speaking at universities. And that's why we have to I also borderline think let them talk because it makes them it just sure, let them talk themselves into their own death. Exactly. You know? Because that's what they'll do that's what they'll do they're used to people stopping them before they get to the problematic shit that would get them fucking assassinated let them talk exactly <laughs> I, here's is the that thing. bad to say no here's the thing if you you ever see like an ant and it's crawling and you're like fuck this ant and you kill it and you're like why is an ant on my coffee table get mm -hmm. out of here ants i don't want ants yeah and then you see like one a day and it's so annoying and you're killing them and you can't stop them. The way to kill them is to go to the nest where they all are and they're gathered up and to destroy it, Light right? Them on fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you can't let these people like hover around and do their little thing. Let them organize. Mm -hmm. Let them get together so we can get a magnifying glass and set that shit on fire. Yeah. That's For where sure. I'm at. I agree. What a weird what a weird way to end this. How that did we, we just get got here? so we're talking God. about killing racists now? Oof, I mean, in a specific way. It's weird. You know, Th thank thank zod that we were both faced <laughs> with people we love challenging us and making us be um professional arguers yeah that's good yeah i liked i'm uh thankful for every shitty person that uh i ever was friends with or am still friends with yeah they make you better they make you seem more eloquent and educated and, well and i hope that i make them more the other direction yeah or open-minded you That's know? what I want to say, but I couldn't because my words didn't Because <laughs> I'm the most eloquent of the two of us. Elo you're you're the epitome of eloquence. Everyone, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't want to address thank it. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. This is the first bullshit episode. I hope it wasn't too weird. We literally just sat down and did this. We went. We talked about a lot. Yeah. Different topics. I think it's fun. Yeah. we. It's great. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, maybe follow us on social media. Yes. Hang out with us. I'm Shay Dozer. S-H-A-Y-D-O-Z-E-R everywhere. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. I say funny things sometimes. Uh, follow Noel at Gnarly Quinn. Uh, Cos. Cosplay. Cos. Cos. C-O-S. Cos. C-O-S. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You know how many fucking letters Gnarly Quinn cosplay would be? Ugh, it's you already have too many letters. Why I've, weren't you just Gnarly Quinn? Because there already is one, and I've tried to report her so many times. And they <laughs> You're would, so petty. Everyone, report her. <laughs> what is that? I like my social interactions. Like, like, like I like my crimes. Petty. Petty girl. <laughs> All of it petty. Oh my god. Follow us online. Please talk to us. Find the Freaky Geeks group on Facebook and add it. And it's still linked as our pinned post on the Freaky Geeks Facebook page. Exactly. Come hang out with us. Post memes. Be disgusting. 
uh, talk about your sex life, please. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the first bullshit episode, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hail fucking Satan. Hail Satan.